Welcome to Aviation United by Aviation Zorro. I'm delighted to be chatting with a man who has a master's degree in social work, a PhD in international health, founder of Men Alive, best-selling author of 16 books, including Male Menopause, The Irritable Male Syndrome, and has provided expert opinion in the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, featured on The View with Barbara Walters, Good Morning America, CNN 360 with Anderson Cooper, and many more top media channels. What can this man not do? Dr. Jed Diamond. A very good evening, Dr. Jed. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. It's good to be with you. Thank you so much. And this is pretty much a normal thing that we do here. As, as um, What part of the world are you in at this present moment in time? Uh, right now, I'm in uh, Northern California, beautiful Northern California, uh, in the big trees country. I'm looking out at a big redwood tree that's you know, in our backyard. So it's a, a lovely place to be. And I'm glad to be with you and with your listeners. Thank you very much for joining us uh, today on the show. So can you just tell our listeners a little bit about your background? Sure. Professionally, uh, as you say, I've been working in the field of what I call gender medicine and men's health. And I've been doing that now for uh, 50 years. I uh, have written numerous books. You mentioned a few of them. Personally, uh, I write books that speak to the issues that I'm going through or that people I know have been going through. And I really want to personalize the, the process of health sciences so people can not only understand how to be healthy and how to understand to be well, but also can have fun doing it. Which is most important, without Indeed. a doubt. Indeed. So, so, generally, my main chat today is with andropause. So, what on earth is andropause? Is it a fancy name for manpause? Well, here's how I, I give you an idea how I got started with this. As, uh, as a clinician, I'm a psychotherapist. I work with people going through changes in life. And like most people, we understand the change of life that women go through, and they go through menopause. and there was a point at which I was seeing a lot of the similar symptoms it, that I was seeing in my women clients, I was seeing in men. And I just thought, well, this is silly. Uh, you know, men can't go through menopause. They don't have a menstrual cycle, so they're not going to go through one. But I was intrigued to find out. And so I embarked on a whole journey of research that discovered that, in fact, men go through a change of life. Uh, it's called, scientifically, andropause. Uh, I called it male menopause because I found that, contrary to what I initially believed when I started, which was that whatever it was that men went through, I thought it's totally different than what women go through. So I thought we'd have two very different things. But actually, the, the changes were more similar than different. So I, uh, I named the process male menopause. And what, what it is, uh, it, it really begins with hormonal and physiological chemical changes that occur in all men, generally between the ages of 40 and 55. Oh, dear. Okay. Though, though <laughs> I know uh, people, there are a lot of people going through it. You may be one of them. Yes. Uh, it, it can occur as early as 35 or as late as 65. So there's a variation. And these changes 
affect all aspects of a man's life. So male menopause or andropause is thus a physical condition with psychological, interpersonal, social, and spiritual dimensions. Wow. To summarize what I say <laughs> it, for the layperson uh, or for those that think of it this way, think of it as puberty in reverse. Okay. You know, in puberty, our hormones are coming online and all those, again, physiological, chemical, hormonal, psychological, sexual changes. And at the other end of the, the cycle, when our hormones are beginning to drop and go offline, we have a whole set of changes. So it's kind of like uh, adolescence the second time around. So worse? <laughs> Is it worse than? <laughs> well, it depends. You know, just like everybody who goes through puberty, number one, you can't avoid it. Yep. So people say, well, how can, I, how can I avoid it? I don't want to have all these problems and symptoms that people experience. So you can't avoid it. You can learn about it. You can go through it more easily or more, with more difficulty. And part of what I try to do in the books that I've written, uh, in the book Male Menopause, which is kind of the, the main book that I started with this, is to help people understand it, both men and women, because men don't understand it at all. I can tell you when I started doing research for the book, I, I told some women about it, and the response I got from women was, it's about time you guys finally figured out that you have hormonal changes just like we do. Right. The men, of course, were very frightened that they might have hormonal changes just like women <laughs> and resisted it until, you know, until the book got out, became an international bestseller and started to make changes all over the world. So now we really have a much better understanding of this thing that is called andropause scientifically, colloquially, male menopause. So why is it then, Jed, that we hear more about menopause, and the women won't like me saying this, and not as much about andropause or male menopause? Well, I think the, the, there's a number of reasons. One is that women tend to be more identified with the physiological body changes that they go through. Clearly, from the time you know you become a young woman and you have your first period and menstrual cycle, you are very aware of your monthlies. Sure. Males, on the other hand, don't have that, clearly. And so men are not aware of the, the symptoms that go with andropause, the changes in sexual desire, the changes in erectile function, the changes in mood, the increased irritability, the fatigue, the back pain, even hot flashes, which we know are associated often with women with menopause, are not uncommon in men. They're not as common as they are in women. But I've talked to many men going through these changes who will talk about sitting in a, an air-conditioned office and all of a sudden they're just sweating like crazy and they don't know what's going on. And it's the hormones which drop in men, as they do in women, and when the hormones drop, the temperature regulating mechanisms get out of whack. And we then can feel very hot at times when we normally wouldn't. So these are some of the changes that go on in men and women. The reason 
we haven't been aware of it so much in men is it is an apotheosis, and men until recently didn't know that it was possible. Secondly, didn't take it seriously. And third, and more importantly, didn't realize that there was so much that we could do to minimize the symptoms, to be able to get through them without problems. And finally, the reality is that a whole lot of men go through this. Uh, in, in the book that I wrote back in 1997, uh, I talked about how many men worldwide would be going through uh, male menopause in 2020. And here we are in 2020. Yes. And I said about 690 million men worldwide uh, are going through this. And most of those guys have some relationship to a woman, could be a wife, a lover, a friend. Uh, and those people who are in relationship with guys like us are affected by it, are confused by it, wonder what in the name yes. <laughs> of heaven is my guy going through and what can I do about it and is it my fault and what's going on with him and why is he so irritable and why is he so angry and why is he so moody and how can we get through this and if you happen to have teenage children you find that they seem to be going through some of the same things at the same time the men are so these are some things that we I think together need to better understand you agree Oh, without a doubt. I mean, so you've mentioned all these scary items um, that, that possibly men will go through, similar to women, that we're not aware of. But is there a treatment or a cure? What, what can we do? Or what, what's out there that can help? Well, so let's think of it this way. If, if you understand that, one, this is a change of life, you know, if you think of, well, what, what's the nature of adolescence or puberty? And if you think about it as a, a, a life transition, it's really the passage or the transition period between childhood and adulthood, right? That's what, that's what adolescence is. Yep. Well, many people think when they're starting to have these symptoms, hot flashes, you know, sexual, loss of sexual desire, loss of libido, loss of erections, that this means I'm falling apart. I must be heading towards decline and death. Yep. When really this is the transition between adulthood and what I call second adulthood or super adulthood. It's not the beginning of the end, as some people fear, but the beginning really of the most powerful, the most passionate, the most you know, insightful and life-changing part of a man's life. If, and here's the big if, if you understand it, and if you do the things that we know are going to help you get through it. So you asked, you know, what can you do? So you're not going to cure it any more than you're going to cure puberty. You're going to go through it, whether you like it or not. It's a question, you go through it suffering and angry and depressed and sexually challenged, or do you go through it feeling energized and feeling alive and feeling, you know, that you in fact are letting go of some of your old patterns, you know, as for instance, as testosterone begins to drop, um, we can in a positive way become more emotionally sensitive. We can feel our feelings more easily. 
we can connect emotionally better. Uh, but we could also, you know, if we don't understand what's going on, we can feel like we're on a roller coaster and going up and down, and that can affect our health and our partnership. We can change our diets. For instance, we know that one of the things that lowers testosterone, so makes it a steeper drop with more problems, sexual problems, relationship problems, emotional problems, is if we eat a low carbohydrate diet, which was popular in the United States, other parts of the world, low carb diet. Well, if you eat low good carbs, that is you cut out potatoes, rice, vegetables, you lower the serotonin levels, which is the feel-good chemical in the brain, and you become more irritable and angry, which right. is one of the signs of, of male menopause. So what we teach people to do is eat healthy, rounded diet, good carbohydrates, not what we know as refined carbohydrates, sugars and, and uh, you know, sweeteners and soft drinks and so on. Um, the, the final thing that I, I tell everybody is this is a time to exercise. You know, we tend to get out of the habit of exercise, which we end up putting on weight. And when you don't exercise, again, your serotonin levels go down and you get more depressed. And that adds to the sexual dysfunction, the erectile dysfunction, the relationship problems. And then the final thing is that we need to really pay attention to the new purposes we have in our lives. I think what we're going through with the coronavirus reminds us that, you know, the careers that we may have been in, the things we may have been doing need to be reevaluated in the second half of life when we're between 40 and 55. It's a time to really ask ourselves, am I on the right path? Do I need to change careers? Do I have a career? Am I going to be working? So, in fact, I'm doing a training program for people that really want to relook at their career life and what they want to be doing with their lives. So this is a good time in this super adulthood transition to really look at life's meaning and what we really want to be doing and who we really are. So those are some of the, the main things that I think people need to pay attention to and can do. Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, it's... it's, it's um... I mean, you mentioned there as well previously with regards to uh, some of the symptoms where I think erectile dysfunction. So how how can that affect, obviously we know erectile dysfunction can affect your sex life, but um, if you don't understand and your partner doesn't understand, how do you get around this? Well, what happens when there, there are two main sexual problems associated with the lowering of testosterone. One is we, we have problems with erections more often. Um, the other is we have problems with desire. That's where you start going, well, I'm just not feeling as turned on to my wife or my partner as I once was. It's time to watch the football instead, is it? Yeah, it's time <laughs> to watch the football. And again, we, we, we're not exercising as much. We may be putting on more weight. All of these things conspire to undermine our sexuality. So what I want to tell your listeners is this is a time where sexuality can be enhanced. But the only way you can do that is if you understand what undermines our sexuality. So part of what undermines it is we don't talk about it. I can't tell you how many men 
will say, I just didn't want to talk about it. I was afraid of what I might find out. Uh, actually, you know, have a, a quiz that people can take on my website uh, where you can learn about the symptoms and whether you may have some of these problems and then what to do about them. So first, you learn. Secondly, you talk about it with your friends, your neighbors, your wife, your husband, whoever is in your immediate life. And then finally, you make changes that are right for you. This isn't a somebody else is going to tell you you've got to do this or that. It's you saying, you know, I do want to be healthier. I do want to feel more sexual desire. I do want to feel greater meaning in my life. I do want to feel more energy. I do want to sleep better at night and not be, you know, awakened. I do want to, you know, be able to have a healthy prostate and a healthy body, mind, and spirit. So once men realize that what they can have, not so much what they're afraid of, if I have andropause, oh my God, or menopause, or male menopause, any, any of these words are very frightening to men. But once you realize the opportunity ahead is if you can learn these, and why not learn it? You're going to go through it. It's not like you can avoid puberty just because you don't like it. Yeah. And you can't avoid male menopause just because you're afraid that it's going to cause problems. So learn about it, talk about it, do things that will help, and you'll be way ahead of the game. You won't be one of the you know, hundreds of uh, thousands of people who do nothing and things get worse in their lives. I want to help people enhance their lives, do better, improve their relationships, improve their love lives, improve their health. Why not? You might as well. You're going to get old anyway. You might as well do it well. Yeah, no, to totally agree. I mean, you mentioned there about, about, you know, getting ahead. So can younger men prepare for andropause? Well, of course, uh, because you're going to go through it. You might as well get a handle on what's ahead of you. And there's a lot of things you can do as a young man at whatever age to be sure that you sail through the problems positively. For instance, one very obvious one is if you're overweight and, you know, two-thirds of us are, uh, or more than that, uh, you can change your diet. You can exercise more. You can deal with your stress. You can eat better. Because here's the thing, you know, men have testosterone. That's our main feel-good sexual chemical. As we get older, it drops little by little by little. But it doesn't have to drop so bad so far yeah. that you have all these problems well the way to keep the testosterone that we have number one is don't lose it needlessly here's one of the needless ways you lose testosterone if you put on weight around your belly or weight anywhere in your body all those little fat cells that are in there convert testosterone to estrogen, which is the female hormone. We all have some estrogens in our bodies, just like all women have testosterone. But if you add weight, you add fat cells, and the fat cells love to convert the testosterone to estrogen, so you lose testosterone that you need to lose. So that's something you can do. Women that's, we know who go through the menopause. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's an important one. Yeah. Women who go through menopause, we know, 
often will try and use uh, hormone replacement therapies. Um, we know that men can do that as well. Men who have very low testosterone can have your testosterone replaced. You can get added testosterone. You can get shots. You, there are a number of ways you can add testosterone to your life. The main things are before you add testosterone, don't lose any more than you have to. So many people, you don't need to get testosterone injections or, or uh, other kinds of testosterone additions. You can uh, lose weight, exercise, get healthy, keep your sex life good, sleep well, all those good things that are going to keep you healthy generally, but also going to keep your sex life alive and active into your, you know, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and beyond. Why not? Oh, sounds good to me. But at the moment, I'm still on the TV side. I'm kind of like, okay, the football's on in 10 minutes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch that instead. <laughs> but yeah. I think I need to take your advice. Right. Nothing wrong with watching football, but hey, get outside and play. Get outside and run. Go play rugby. Go play soccer. I mean, get out there. Don't just sit. And if you're going to sit and watch the telly, which most of us do, sometime, you know, don't sit there and just be munching a lot of fatty, sweet foods. You know, eat, eat some healthy snacks. There's, there's good stuff you can eat. Uh, and you can, you know, feel your body, uh, you know, healthy as you go through this change of life because nobody wants to look fat. Nobody wants to feel fat. Nobody wants to be unhealthy. So it's a good reason why, hey, this is a wake-up call. Yeah. You know, this is our midlife wake-up call that says it's time to shift gears. It's time to, you know, really look at, am I going downhill? Is this a slide getting worse and worse? Or is this a reminder that says it's time to upgrade my operating system? Yes. You know, just like we would our computer. Nobody would keep the same computer <laughs> operating system going for 50 years or 40 years and say, hey, you know, time for an upgrade. Well, this is time for an evaluation, an upgrade. And that's what I do, you know, with Men Alive. I try to upgrade people's lives and help them see what needs to be changed. And andropause is a wonderful time to do it. Yeah, no, I think it's it's um, some fascinating insight. I mean, I'm learning so much here. But it's, it's, you mentioned there previously, Jeff, regards to getting enough sleep. Um, the industry, the aviation industry specifically, uh, whether it be pilots or cabin crews or engineers, they kind of they work shift work. Um, right. How how would you recommend that kind of work life balance? Um, yeah. I mean, can their companies maybe be more educated to understand that these are kind of the changes that are going through not just women's bodies but men's bodies as well? Well, exactly. I mean, if if we understand that we are uh, you know, all human, and we all have hormones, we all have electrical energies in our bodies, and that they're sensitive to rhythms, you know, they're sensitive, and women, you know, are, are a little more sensitive to their own natural rhythms than men are, so we try to, you know, educate, but people who, for instance, in the aviation industry, who fly distance, go through different time zones, and that's going to set our, our internal biorhythms off, and we need to balance those. Same thing then with these rhythms that are sensitive to hormonal and midlife changes. 
we need to balance and pay attention to those because otherwise uh, sleep patterns get thrown off. And if you're in the aviation industry, you know about those because it's almost, you know, a given. You can't avoid because of the, you know, the kind of shifts that you do and the kind of, you know, 24-7, you know, airplanes are flying different places. So being able to balance your health uh, body intake, what you put in your body with food, what you put in your body with thoughts and feelings, you know, being able to keep steady rhythms at night, to be able to have your sexual rhythms, you know, be balanced, being able to have your hormonal rhythms balanced. The more you can do with those kind of balances, I can see why people in, in your industry would be very interested in these subjects. Yes. You know, one, because there's so many people going through it. Two, because so many men and women don't understand it. And three, because these balance of rhythms are so important, particularly in your field, because it's so easy to have those rhythms thrown off. And if your body is out of balance and the rhythms are already out of balance because of your hormones, your psychological, physiological, chemical, emotional, sexual changes, you know, you can get to be a real mess, quite honestly. You know, yes. you can your relationships get into trouble, your health gets into trouble, you get depressed, you feel, you know, sometimes suicidal even because when things start breaking down, it feels like everything's crashing and everything's falling apart. So back to where we began, this is not the beginning of the end as many, particularly men, feel. It's really the end of the beginning. It's the end of the first stage of adulthood and the beginning, hopefully, of a second, even better, more powerful, passionate stage of life that you have ahead of you. Well, that's great motivational advice. I mean, I think you're exactly hitting the nail on the head. I mean, the reason why we mentioned before uh, we started a podcast here is that, you know, we get a lot of questions or emails with uh, from aviation professionals asking us to discuss this topic. And um, even from my point of view, there has been times over the years where I don't know whether it was old age or I'm reaching the andropause stage, but you do feel kind of whacked out when you're flying um, different time zones or irregular hours. And eventually then, as you mentioned, it does catch up with you and, and things of your private life get affected as well. And it's, it's, a, it's a big, big problem. And that's, that seems to be the feedback that we get from um, a lot of professionals within, within the aviation industry. Yeah. Yeah. And what, I mean, you know, this uh, is that because most, men and women who are in relationship, unless their ages are very, very different, they will often go through these changes of life kind of in the same time frame. So if she's going through it, overlapping when he's going through it, you can either be in sync and be helping each other, or you can be out of sync and, you know, one's up and the other's down and one gets angry at the other. Plus, this time of life, often you're you have children that are going through adolescence and yeah. so if you're all going through this and nobody understands what each other is going through and most of us kind of understand adolescence because most adults have been through it uh but most people again 690 million people don't understand why men have 
a change of life that's equally powerful, equally important, and equally challenging as what women go through. So I'm here to educate. I'm here to teach. I'm here to give people the resources and tools they need so that this can, in fact, be the good time of life that people really are hungry for. Well, you've mentioned there regards to the tools and trying to educate people. As, as we mentioned before, you're, you're a best-selling author of 16 books, uh, some of which are focused on male menopause. So can you provide an insight on, on these books or a, like, kind of like a trailer? Sure. Um, there, there are actually uh, three books that are in, the, 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 I call it the Male Menopause series. Uh, one's called Male Menopause. The second one's called Surviving Male Menopause, A Guide for Women and Men. It's actually more for women. It's what women ask and, and want to know. Uh, and the third one is called The Irritable Male Syndrome, <laughs> Understanding and Managing the Four Key Causes of Depression and Aggression. Because what we find is that often the, the, the main symptom beyond the sexual ones, which everybody talks about, the loss of libido or the loss of erections, is male irritability and anger, where we get more cross, we get more short fuse, we get more irritable, and that can be angry acting out, or it can be that slow boil, just a look that you just clench your teeth and you're not going to say anything, and got, I'm not going to get angry, but you're feeling all these feelings, and it can, again, crush a relationship, it can undermine our health. So those three books are ones that I continue to tell people about, make available, um, and give people, again, on my website on menalive.com, we have questionnaires that people can fill out that are very popular that you can, in a sense, in the privacy of your own home, you can check yourself to see if, you know, irritable male syndrome may be happening, whether male menopause may be happening and then can get articles and other things that can help you know, okay, if it is, how do I fix it? So you mentioned there, Jeb, with regards to uh, menalive.com. Where else can our listeners find you on social media? Are you on Twitter or Facebook, Instagram? I'm on Twitter and Facebook. They all can access me through Menalive. Easy to remember, menalive.com. And every week I have a new article. Um, I have articles that you can read. You can join my mailing list if you want. You can go from there to my Facebook, to my LinkedIn, to my Twitter feeds. Uh, so that's kind of my portal to the world is Men Alive. Well, I want to thank you, uh, Dr. Jed Diamond, for joining me today with our uh, very interesting discussion on uh, andropause. And uh, as uh, Jed has mentioned, you can uh, find all the information on menalive.com. Thank you so much, Jed, for joining me today on Aviation United by Aviation Zero. I'm happy to be with you. Thank you.